So he's talking about rejecting a model of reality that says that nature is a complex of things external to your mind. It's not. There is no separation. It's not external to our mind. It's one. It's all one thing. This is exactly what Neville says here. He says, you and your environment cannot be regarded as existing separately. You and your world are one. All right, welcome to Daily Neville. I'm your host, Josiah Brandt, and today we are breaking down Neville's teachings, starting with Chapter 2 of The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. This is Season 1, Episode 2, and we're going to dive right into Chapter 2 of The Power of Awareness, titled Consciousness. It is only by a change of consciousness, by actually changing your concept of yourself, that you can build more stately mansions, meaning the manifestations of higher and higher concepts. All we're ever changing when we are growing, all we're ever changing, like the only material thing that is actually changing is our awareness, right? That's what teaching is, right? When, when, you, when you enroll in a class and uh, someone is, is teaching you, what are they doing? they are expanding your awareness of a topic, right? That's all that's ever happening is awareness is expanding. And awareness is uh, basically what your consciousness is aware of, right? That's what awareness is, is what is my consciousness aware of? So when someone's teaching me, when someone's coming to me like I'm doing in this moment, teaching in this moment, what I'm doing is I'm helping you expand your awareness of a topic. So your consciousness has an awareness and what your consciousness is aware of is expanding. And that is... Uh, really, all that ever happens as we move throughout life is an, an expansion of our awareness. So it is only by changing our awareness of ourself or of our state of ourself, our concept of ourself, as, as Neville says here, that we can build more stately mansions, meaning that we can manifest higher and higher concepts. By manifesting, is meant experiencing the results of these concepts in your world, right? So what is manifesting? This is a perfect definition of manifestation. Manifesting is experiencing the results of these concepts in your world, right? So you are experiencing the results of your concept of yourself, your state in your world, and that's what manifestation is or what manifesting is and how do we change our concept of ourselves through our awareness it is of vital importance to understand clearly just what consciousness is the reason lies in the fact that consciousness is the one and only reality it is the first and only cause substance of the phenomena of life now, this is a point that is extremely easy to overlook. Oh, consciousness is the one and only reality. Oh, consciousness is the first cause and substance. Yes, yes it is. And it's incredibly important to understand that this consciousness first mentality, this consciousness first consciousness um, concept is a model of reality upon which your entire life is built, right? Not everyone in the world 
has adopted this model of reality, right? We, as students of consciousness, as students of Neville, are unique in having adopted this model of reality that says that consciousness is primordial. Consciousness is primary, right? And consciousness is first cause. This is a model of reality. You have to say, when you say that consciousness is first cause, you say that before anything was, all that was, was I am, which is consciousness, right? And then, and then after that, everything else appeared and consciousness was first and primary, right? Now, not, this is the model of reality. Not everyone has adopted this model of reality. Uh, case in point, I was visiting a friend of mine, a long, long time old friend of mine, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we had a conversation about our models of reality, right? And I discovered through this conversation that he has adopted a model of reality that says that consciousness is emergent, right? Meaning that it wasn't the first cause. It was rather, in his perspective, something that emerged later after the first cause. Consciousness wasn't there before anything and everything, right? Consciousness came much later after anything and everything existed as one of the permutations of all of the possibilities of everything that could possibly exist. One of those possibilities was consciousness. And so we as humans, being conscious, are simply exploring one of these many permutations of the universe that happens to include consciousness, right? A very different model of reality than consciousness is first and primary and primordial and first cause. For him, consciousness was second cause. It was later down the line. It was further down the chain of reactions. And what's interesting to me is that those two different model of realities create very different states from which to engage with life, right? So when you buy the pearl of great price, which we'll talk about in, an, in a future daily Neville session, when you buy the pearl of great price, you are adopting a model of reality that says that consciousness is first cause. Consciousness is primary, consciousness is primordial, consciousness is the first cause substance of reality and everything else comes after it, right? So it's in incredibly important to understand the distinction between these models of reality and to make a choice. There's a lot of people that think that consciousness is emergent. And you and I, as students of consciousness, as students of awareness, students of the universe, students of Neville, have chosen the model of reality that says that consciousness is the first cause. And everything else that we explore in this topic of metaphysics emerges out of this model of reality. Going back to Neville here, he says, the reason lies in the fact that consciousness is the one and only reality. It is the first and only cause substance of the phenomena of life. Nothing has existence for man, save through the consciousness he has of it. Nothing has existence for man, save through the consciousness he has of it. If you don't have consciousness of a thing, it does not exist for you. Therefore, it is to consciousness you must turn, for it is the only foundation on which the phenomena of life can be explained. If we accept the idea of a first cause, it would follow that the evolution of that cause could never result in anything foreign to itself. Now, what does he mean by this, right? 
If we accept the idea of a first cause, it would follow that the evolution of that cause could never result in anything foreign to itself. So if consciousness is the first cause, then anything that would evolve out of consciousness would never be foreign to consciousness. Neville says, that is, if the first cause substance is light, all of its manifestations, the first cause substance is light, all of its evolutions, fruits, and phenomena must remain consciousness, right? If consciousness is the first and only cause substance, there's nothing else that can be anything other than consciousness. So everything that evolves out of consciousness is consciousness. All that could be observed would be higher or lower form or variation of the same thing, consciousness. In other words, if your consciousness is the only reality, it must also be the only substance. Consequently, what appears to you as circumstances, conditions, and even material objects are really only the products of your own consciousness. In this model of reality, the universe is made of consciousness. And that means that everything that appears to you, whether it be a circumstance, a condition, even a material object, such as this book, a pen, me, right? I am also consciousness. I'm made out of the first substance, the original substance that created everything. I am consciousness. My body is consciousness. Everything that you see here in this room is consciousness. Everything in the whole universe is consciousness. Products of my own consciousness. Nature, then, Neville writes, as a thing or complex of things external to your mind, must be rejected. So he's talking about rejecting a model of reality that says that nature is a complex of things external to your mind. It's not. There is no separation. It's not external to our mind. It's one. It's all one thing. And this is exactly what Neville says here. He says, you and your environment cannot be regarded as existing separately. You and your world are one. Therefore, you must turn from the objective appearance of things to the subjective center of things, your consciousness. If you truly desire to know the cause of the phenomena of life and how to use this knowledge to realize your fondest dreams. In the midst of apparent contradictions, antagonisms, and contrasts of your life, there is only one principle at work. Only your consciousness is operating. This is the model of reality that we're talking about, right? Only consciousness. Everything is made out of consciousness. There is, regardless of what the apparent contradictions are, it is only one thing happening, and it's consciousness. Everything is made out of consciousness. Difference does not consist in variety of substance, but in variety of arrangement of the same cause substance, your consciousness. 
right? So if everything is consciousness, you could say, well, why is this thing over here different than this thing over here if it's all one thing, right? Well, it's all one substance, but it's arranged differently, right? So it's the difference in arrangement that makes a painting a painting and a person a person and a plant a plant and a book a book, right? It's a difference in arrangement of the one substance, which is consciousness. The world moves with motiveless necessity. The world moves with the necessity that is motiveless. There is no motive to why the world moves. It just moves with, out of necessity. By this is meant that the world has no motive of its own, but is under the necessity of manifesting your concept. The world moves out of necessity to manifest your concept that you're holding in your consciousness. The arrangement of your mind, because your mind is also made out of consciousness. It's a different arrangement of consciousness. And you can also arrange your mind consciously. And your mind is always arranged in the image of what you believe, of all you believe, and consent to as true, right? So this is a state. Neville's definition of a state, a state of being, is all that you believe and consent to as true. That's a state, right? So the world moves out of necessity to manifest your state. The rich man, poor man, beggar man, and thief are not different minds, but different arrangements of the same mind. In the same sense that a piece of steel, when magnetized, differs not in substance from its demagnetized state, but in the arrangement and order of its molecules. Right? So you have two pieces of steel, one is magnetized, one is demagnetized, they're both made of steel, the difference between them is the arrangement of the molecules of that steel. A single electron revolving in a spe specified orbit constitutes a unit of magnetism. When a piece of steel or anything else is demagnetized, the revolving electrons have not stopped. Therefore, the magnetism has not gone out of existence there is only a rearrangement of the particles so that they produce no outside or perceptible effect, right? So he's saying that magnetism is not going away. It's just simply rearranged in a way where you can't observe the effect, no perceptible effect. When particles are arranged at random, mixed up in all directions, the substance is said to be demagnetized. But when particles are marshaled in ranks so that a number of them face in one direction, the substance is a magnet. Magnetism is not generated, it is displayed. So if you think about the magnetism of a piece of steel and how the molecules are arranged, he says marshaled in ranks, right? So when they're arranged uniformly and coherently, right? They display magnetism. 
They don't generate magnetism, but rather they display it when they're marshaled in a certain uh, arrangement. And remember, consciousness is only different from itself in the way that it is arranged because there's one substance and it's only the arrangement of that substance that makes any difference at all. Health, wealth, beauty, and genius are not created. They are only manifested by the arrangement of your mind. That is by your concept of yourself. So another way to say this is health, wealth, beauty, and genius are not generated. They are displayed, right? Think about that. There's power to these words. Health, wealth, genius are not generated. They are displayed by the arrangement of the one cause substance, which is consciousness. The importance of this in your daily life should be immediately apparent. The basic nature of the primal cause is consciousness. Therefore, the ultimate substance of all things is consciousness. What's fascinating to me, that, that's actually the conclusion of, of chapter two. I know that went super fast there. It's literally two pages. Uh, so what's fascinating to me is these models of reality, right? The two different models of reality that I described at the beginning. So one model of reality says that consciousness is primordial. It is first cause. It is the origin of all things. And the second says that there was something that existed before consciousness and consciousness emerged later on down the line. In my mind, from, from my way of being, from my state of being, right? My current consciousness and, and level of awareness, to me, conceptualizing consciousness as emergent paints a very different picture about what is possible for us as human beings, embodied consciousness, literally we are embodied consciousness, a very different picture of what is possible for us than the first model of reality, which is to say that consciousness is, is original and primordial and the first cause. And without going into too much of a rabbit hole here, I invite you to sit with this question. What is possible for me as a creator, as a conscious being, as embodied consciousness? What is possible for me when my model of reality says that consciousness is primordial, right? It is the first cause. It is the original substance. What is, what is that model of reality create in terms of possibility for me as contrasted to this idea of consciousness being emergent and just one of many possibilities of what could possibly happen in a universe, right? In my mind, the model of reality that puts consciousness primordial and first cause, first substance, the origination of all things, before the world was, I am. In my mind, that is a much more empowering model of reality, a model of reality that evokes infinite possibilities, a model of reality that I'm excited to be a part of, a model of reality that I'm excited to explore. And in my mind, it makes consciousness even more magical and beautiful 
and special in a way. And I can only describe it using so many different words here, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing out a feeling here. And I invite you to sit with and see if you can connect to this feeling and express gratitude and appreciation for consciousness, for being awake, for being aware, for being who you are, where you are, on the journey that you're currently on and being an embodiment of the first cause substance in the form of human. What do you think about all this? Let me know in the comments below. And if you're enjoying these daily Neville uh, series, I know we're right at the beginning here, please let me know in the comments below. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to this channel so you get a notification when I post my next daily Neville, and I will see you in the next episode. Imagine wisely, my friends.